joining me right now on Kumite TV is Eternal MMA flyweight Jack Ferguson. What's going on, Jack? Hey, bro. Nice to, nice to be talking to you finally. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, your roots, man. You're from New Zealand. Talk about, you know, getting your start out there. Uh, so I originally started just boxing and stuff. I just used to lift weights and I would just box for a couple rounds to warm up and then realized I enjoyed it a lot more than anything else I was doing. I uh, moved to Christchurch because there was no MMA gym in my hometown of Omaru. Started training there with the boys um, at Strike Force, which is now Universal Valley Tudo under Coach Hostile. Uh, a lot of the boys got sponsorships out here in Thailand, and so I sort of followed in their footsteps, came along, been here the last 18 months, and just love it. Before we get into your your life in Thailand, Christchurch, I mean, that's where the, the terrorist attacks happened, right? At the church? Yeah. You know, were, yes. were you in Thailand during that time? Yeah, yeah, I was in Thailand, but um, my sister lives almost on the same street as the mosque so it was a very very stressful you know like um a lot of family and friends in Christchurch so it was hard to hear about on the news and then there's not really anything I can do from over here you know yeah man it must have been a, a stressful few weeks or even a couple months you know during that time where you never know what can happen right it, there could be like after effects or somebody doing some copycat shit out there who knows man yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy times, but um, everyone's safe and healthy now, so we can't really ask for much more. You're in Thailand. You're at Team Quest Thailand. How mm -hmm. did you end up there? Because there's so many options when you go out there to the land yeah. of smiles. <laughs> uh, so I started off, this is my fourth trip to Thailand. So I tried out different gyms around Phuket and, you know, sort of everywhere. And I felt everything was really commercial. You know, like, you're just a number, no one really cares about you. And then um, I made the trip up to Team Quest where some of my friends were training at the time. And just, it was like joining a new family instead of joining a gym. You know, welcome with open arms. Just such a supportive, great environment that I wanted to just come back. And I was lucky enough to get a sponsorship. And I've just been here ever since, haven't looked back. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to... I don't know, it's easy to come to training every day when you've got a team that supports and believes in you as much as our team does. So, Who are some of the, the coaches and the training partners that you have out there that kind of make life easy for you? Uh, so at the moment, we've got head coach Dylan Fussell. He's um, just got his black belt in jiu-jitsu, a veteran of I don't know how many Muay Thai fights, a bunch of MMA fights. And he's really, he's like the rock in the gym. You know, everybody looks to him for guidance and he's more than happy to offer you guidance if you ask him a question at the gym and he doesn't have the answer himself at that time you'll get home and you'll have five videos in your inbox of try this try that so he's very he takes his job home make sure that you're getting the best out of everything um we've got a bunch of other we've got uh coach colt who's a friend of mine he fought in the philippines with me recently he's like been wrestling his whole life so he's a flyweight as well so just put in put in that grind with him all the time we got um jack farron's a very talented muay thai fighter he's um he's got some fights coming up soon they'd be very good to he's just a killer he's going to wipe everybody 
we got Javier training with us at the moment. He's fighting full middle dojo next week. Uh, I'm going to go down and be in his corner and watch him and support him and try to learn a few things too because we're trying to learn everywhere. But we've got a really solid team. It took far too many people to mention. But um, we've just got a really solid team at the moment. It's super good training. Yeah, uh, Dylan, man, he is one of the the leaders down there, man, of of MMA overall in Thailand. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know about Dylan, then you don't know about MMA in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He's one of the best people to have around in your camp everywhere. Make sure that you're not slacking off, but also make sure that you're doing things right and focusing on the basics, you know. Everyone wants to land a spinning elbow, but no one wants to throw a jab sort of thing, you know. So he keeps you... He keeps you just on that flat path of nice basics, get everything right first, and then do your fancy shit afterwards, you know? While you have been out in Thailand, I'm pretty sure you dipped your feet into Muay Thai. Talk about, you know, competing mm -hmm. out there in Muay Thai and, and how different it is compared to, like, you know, New Zealand or Australia. Mm. So uh, I find in Western countries, it's more almost kickboxing, like the punches score a lot, uh, long combos score a lot, and aggression scores, where, which is what I feel like I thrived in. And I came out to Thailand, and it's very, very slow pace. You're almost kick for kick, punch for punch. And so I had my first loss in Muay Thai out here in Thailand. Um, I got clipped with an elbow, got 19 stitches up here in my forehead. It was um, a bit of a different experience than what I'd had, but... I still want to fight Muay Thai again just to stay active. But um, it's definitely a lot different. Kicks score a lot. Punches don't really score anything. And um, it's more about skill and technique and mastering that sort of slow Thai tempo as opposed to just aggression, which I feel Western countries favor. How much of that do you think benefits you with your MMA game? Uh, I think... I think partially the clinch and elbows and stuff from Muay Thai is probably the most underutilized skill in MMA because as soon as you touch each other, everyone starts going underhook, starts trying to wrestle. Whereas I feel there's so much opportunity for elbows and even tie sweeps as takedowns as opposed to you know, blast doubles. I think if you can really get that, that tight tempo down as well, you can pick your shots as opposed to hoping something lands. Yeah, I think um, style bend is very similar to that. Like he'll aim and fire as opposed to swing and hope. So I think having that slow, tight tempo really helps you to pick your shots and stay calm and not burn a lot of energy jumping around doing stuff you don't really need to do. Now let's get into your uh, career so far. You know, you had a bumpy start to your MMA mm -hmm. career. Talk about yep. kind of pushing through those losses and finally getting your first win. So um, with my MMA career, I didn't have any amateur fights. I just turned straight pro. And my coach back home is all about, I don't care if you lose, as long as you lose to the best guys, you fight the toughest guys. And so I fought two of the top guys in Australia for my first two fights and lost the decision and uh, got caught in a choke. So it was definitely a lot to to get through, you know, being like, oh, do I really want to do this? That kind of carry on. But I just had to sort of realize that, yeah, I'm fighting the best guys. And so once I start fighting people my level, it's sort of easy, you know, people with similar experience or records. Um, I fought a tough Chinese guy and 
uh, I got an illegal kick, so I won by disqualification, which is not anything that you ever want. Like, I'm not proud of that at all because in my books it's still a loss. But um, now coming out and helping to find – I'm just trying to get more and more fights anywhere just to prove to myself that I can do it and prove that, you know, I can get there. That I got um, that win a couple months ago in the Philippines was definitely very satisfying, very, you know, sort of made everything, all the hard work, worth it. And to um, have my teammate Colt there and share that experience with him and come back and share that with the gym – I felt really proud to be able to wear, you know, wear these colors and kind of represent. You started off as a bantamweight. Now you're transitioning to a, the lower weight class to flyweight, which you said earlier before the interview that it's more fitting for you. Why do you mm -hmm. feel that way? Uh, so I had my first two kickboxing fights at welterweight, actually, which I was uh, way too small. I still won, but... It's not, not worth the time, you know. I'm only 5'7", I'm a short guy. But um, I feel when I was in New Zealand and I was working full-time, I feel bantamweight suited me better because I was carrying so much extra muscle. I was scaffolding to had a physical job, always eating very calorie-dense meals and stuff, training and working. But now that I'm out here in Thailand where I just train full-time, I can put more into my diet and into my training and sort of focus, and I just naturally lose weight from working out more. So I almost, I walk around about 65, 66 kilo, so that cut down to flyweight isn't too hard now, whereas I don't think I could have made it walking around at 74 when I'm in New Zealand. You started off fighting the best guys in Australia. Now you go back to Australia after fighting in Asia for a, couple, a few times mm -hmm. and take on another top guy in Ryan Robinson. This guy, mm -hmm. he holds many titles. You know, he's actually the reigning aftershock flyweight champion. Talk about him and, you know, the challenges that he will pose for you. Uh, so what I understand, he's got a MMA title, a boxing title, and a purple belt in BJJ. So I feel he's very well-rounded. Um, it's definitely going to be a challenge, but that's something that, that I'm looking for. You know, I never want to fight anybody that I think I can just beat straight off the bat. I always want... To prove myself, to prove to other people, you know that I am at that top level. Uh, he's got some good kicks and stuff. I know he does have a couple of submission losses. Um, I haven't really looked too much into him. I've watched a couple of his fights in that, and um, I see a few things. Like I think, I think it's going to be a fun fight. We're both pretty wild. We both like to stand in the pocket and just swing. So I think it'll be a good fight to. It'll be a fun fight and a good fight to watch, I think. Getting a win over a guy like Ryan, you know, it kind of catapults you in, in, the, in the region, you know, in the rankings for flyweights because mm -hmm. they're always looking for the next uh, flyweight challenger for the title. So yeah. do you see yourself kind of establishing your, you know, yourself in Eternal and, and chasing that title? 100%. I'm going there to make a statement. I don't want to win... My decision, I don't want to win by some some freak accident. I want to go there and put him away, like inside the distance. Or if he does make it to the finish, I want I don't want fight of the night because that means it's even. I just want total domination. Like, I don't want one second of that fight where I'm not in control. All right, one last thing before I let you go. Uh, UFC 243 
is coming up in early October. The biggest fight in the region is happening. Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya. Um, I wanted to get your breakdown of that fight and uh, who you think is going to take it and in, in the end. Hmm. I haven't actually watched a lot of Robert Whitaker's fights, but I've watched a lot of Stylebender's fights. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him a couple of times, n not hang out, just shake his hand and say hello. But um, he's so fucking tall, bro. He's enormous. So I feel Stylebender's reach and his striking will keep him at bay. He's proved himself against good wrestlers like uh, fought Melvin Gillard and all that kind of thing before he even got to the UFC. So I don't see a lot that Robert Whitaker is going to bring to the table that Stylebender hasn't seen before. So I'm going to pick Stylebender in that. All right, man. Well, you get to go back into the cage and compete September 7th, Eternal MMA 47 in Perth. Thanks, Jack, for the time and uh, good luck on your fight and the future that you have. Awesome. Thank you so much, bro. I'll talk to you again soon.